All right, welcome back to the Strive to Five podcast. It's been a little while and we are good to be back. Today, we're talking to Dave, the scholarship coach. Dave is the father of a college sophomore that is attending college completely free here in the U.S., so you know that's an accomplishment. And that's thanks mostly to private outside scholarships. And then using the same methodology he developed for his son, Dave now coaches other students and families to achieve their own debt-free college dreams. Uh, he also has a book. He's the author of Debt-Free College, Proven Strategies for Winning Scholarships and Other Tools to Help You Avoid Student Loan Debt. So how's it going today, Dave? It's great. Thanks for having me on, Joseph. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. I always really appreciate your time. So My I, pleasure. So I guess let's go ahead and get into it. You know, what, what got you started as the scholarship coach? Yeah, it really was um, working with my son. Um, I, um, when he, when he started high school, you know, he, they grew up so fast and I realized, oh, if he's starting high school, college is, is not too far away. And, you know, it had been 25, 30 years since I was in college myself. And, you know, you always hear college is so expensive, college is expensive. And people were saying that when I was in college as well. So I didn't pay too much attention to it. I thought it was maybe a little bit overblown. But then when he hit high school age, I started to look into it. And I thought, oh my gosh, they really are not exaggerating. College costs have exploded since I was in school a million years ago. And I have no idea how we're going to pay for my son to go to college. Um, it took me some time to get ramped up. Um, I learned about scholarships as one way to, to pay for college and you know help keep my son out of student loan debt. And by his junior year, um, we actually started the process of him applying uh, for scholarships. He started to win a few during that year. And um, during his senior year, he really just, he, he went you know all in on it. We all did as a family. And um, by the time he graduated high school, he had accumulated over 50 grand in scholarships. And about that same time, a lot of our friends and family took notice and they said, hey, how did you do this? So I started working just on a, you know, a, like a friend and family basis, helping their kids um, for a year or two. Uh, I did that and it kind of morphed into this idea for a business where I do work with, with other families now um, as a professional scholarship coach. That's kind of the, the origin story for Dave, the scholarship coach. Absolutely love to hear it. And you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. I can edit it out. It's out of curiosity. So does your son go to like an in-state school, out-of-state, public, uh, He private? goes to a private out-of-state school. So it's a private uh, liberal arts college in Pennsylvania. So you know you know he's paying. All right. Yeah. So that uh, we're, we're adding, I guess, just credibility here with your numbers. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Going to school in-state is a great way to save money. Um, but one of the, the benefits of having outside scholarships is that you have that money to go wherever you want to go as long as it's an accredited college. And, um, you know, it, it allowed him to go to the exact perfect match school for him. Um, you know, there's some good schools. We live in Florida and going to some of those public schools would have been fine, but he really has found his niche where he's at. And so, you know, scholarships provided that, that freedom and opportunity that we might not have had otherwise. I say, as a Georgia alum myself, I'm a little biased against those Florida schools, but that's another talk for another time. I hear you. I hear you. You guys, um, you guys are making us look bad in Florida over the last few years. <laughs> Go dogs! All <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, move, moving forward from that, you don't have to give away your full secret sauce here, but let's just get it out of the way. Where, where are you finding these private scholarships? 
Yeah, so um, I've identified about six different sources, um, and I share this. I have a, a free online course called Scholarships 101, and so this is information that I, I share freely. It's also in my book. Um, and, you know, the first first step that for me when I'm looking for scholarships, either for my son or for, for the clients I work with, are the scholarship websites. So scholarships.com, Scholarship Owl, Going Merry. Um, there's about, uh, you know, a dozen, I would say, good sites for that. Um, their databases are, are pretty deep. Um, you can always find some scholarships that will match to your student's profile on those, um, but it does take a lot of digging. Um, you know, 90, 90 to 99% of the scholarships are not gonna be a match for you. So it's a pretty labor intensive process. Um, I also recommend working with your school counselor, whether that's your high school counselor, if, if that's where you're at, or um, if you're in college, you know, somebody like your, your college major advisor or um, somebody in the financial aid office, they're often aware of scholarships that are gonna be open to you as well. Um, Google is another great source, just doing a search for you know, scholarships for, and then plug in however you describe yourself or over your student. So scholarships for uh, students in Florida, scholarships for high school sophomores, scholarships for swimmers, you know, whatever describes your student, just plug that in as a Google search. And then you can even set that up to have, you know, that the search results fed to you on a regular basis. Um, if you are in college, I kind of alluded to this already, talking to, you know, the financial aid office or your major advisor, um, most schools automatically um, uh, recommend you or consider you for scholarships uh, as part of your college application. But sometimes there are other scholarships that require a separate application that you might not be aware of. So talking to somebody, you know, in the school in the know can, can be good for you uh, and help you find some of those scholarships. Uh, two other sources, um, one would be philanthropic organizations. So everybody from like the VFW uh, to, um, you know, the Elks Clubs, all of those kind of philanthropic uh, community organizations almost always have different scholarships. Um, and then a unique one that I found that I haven't really seen too many people tapping into are law firms. Um, law firms use scholarships as a kind of promotional tool. And most of the scholarships that law firms um, offer don't require an interest in law. They're usually topical, um, anything from like distracted driving to uh, free speech issues. And so they're pretty simple scholarships. Um, they might have a, a GPA requirement, a minimum GPA, uh, but they're usually essay based. And um, you know, those are great ones to tap into that don't have a lot of competition. So um, those are really the sources that I look to. Um, and then of course, you know, like I said, it is pretty labor intensive. So one of the, the services that I provide is, is doing that for you on your behalf. Um, you know, taking that off your plate so that instead of just finding scholarships, you actually have the time to apply for them. And I'm going to absolutely vouch for you on the law, uh, law firm scholarships. I got one of those my freshman year of college. They had a thousand dollars for boys and a thousand dollars for girls. And I got $2,000 cause I was the only one that applied. <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. So, and so you mentioned this a little bit um, in uh, when we were talking about the previous question I asked. I guess, you know, what, what do you do differently than say, like, you know, you mentioned a high school guidance counselor or even like your big scholarship finding, finding sites like Niche or even you also mentioned the college financial aid office. 
Yeah. Yep. So I think there's, there's a couple of differences between, um, you know, the websites, uh, guidance counselors or school counselors, and then what I do. Um, the first would be the, the personalized service. So, you know, like I said, it is pretty labor intensive to, to find the right scholarships that give you the best odds of winning that are a match for the student. Um, and so I take that, I take that off of the student and the parents plate and free up more time for them to do other things. Um, the secondly, second thing would be that, um, you know, there is an actual coaching aspect to what I do, uh, that most guidance counselors are not going to provide. So, um, some students will look at a scholarship and they'll see, oh, I have to write this essay and I have to get a letter of recommendation and I have to do X, Y, and Z. And they, they get a little fearful that they're not going to be able to complete those things. So I work with them to you know, the analogy of how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? It's how do you apply for these scholarships? Well, it's, it's one bite at a time. And I give them very small goals that they can achieve, you know, whether it's on a daily basis, every other day, maybe even as long as a week, that they can just take 15 minutes a day, um, you know, take those bite-sized chunks, accomplish those, those short little goals. And before they know it, they've finished the application and it's ready to send in. So, you know, it's, that's the kind of thing that a high school counselor just frankly doesn't have the time to do. You know, a typical high school counselor's got anywhere from a few hundred to a few thousand students that they're working with. And you're lucky to be able to get 15 minutes a month with somebody like that. So, you know, I spend, I'll spend as many hours as, as a student wants with, with me. And, um, you know, we, we go through that process of going through the application, what's required. Um, I help them with their essays. I provide editing services. Um, and we really, we hone those scholarships in a very detailed manner that, you know, your guidance counselor is just not going to be able to provide to you. And I, I think, you know, you mentioned this and I think it's by far the biggest point that personalized service. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, you and I talked about this in our preliminary call, but for anyone who doesn't know, I'm 25 not i mean very long ago i was that high school sophomore junior applying for scholarships and even back then i you know i'm a big dave ramsey fan you hear like dave ramsey on his podcast or even like my high school guidance uh guidance counselor was like go google it when you're 16 17 first time going through this uh really only time going through this for most people it's it's hard to get that yeah go find it and finding what you apply for when you're also trying to figure out high school and life and things and where do you even want to go? So I wholeheartedly agree. You're feeling a great niche here with that personalized service that I can tell you that I would have benefited from less than 10 years ago personally. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, it's something that, um, that I did with my son, but I didn't quite realize I was doing it. And it wasn't until I started working with other, other students, you know, that, that I wasn't related to that I realized, um, Oh, this is kind of a part of that methodology that that's needed. And, you know, some students are very self-motivated. I can say, Hey, this is the scholarship I think you should work on. And a few days later, they'll turn around and have that application and essay ready for me to review. But there's others that really benefit from kind of that, that handholding, that personalized coaching aspect to what I'm doing. So it's, um, yeah, it's very gratifying. It's like I said, it's not something that I really thought about too much until I started working with other, other people. So. Yeah, it's um, it's it's definitely a service that um, I think a lot of people benefit from. Oh, I mean, could not agree more. Especially, I mean, here in the U.S., what is our? I know what the student debt load in the U.S. with without uh, 
student loan debt forgiveness, which is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. It, aren't we over like a trillion dollars cumulatively right now? Uh, the last I looked at the number when I was put, putting out my book uh, just about a year ago, it was 1.75 trillion. So I'm sure it's closer to 2 trillion now. And, you know, when you start talking about those kinds of numbers, it's hard to really put that in perspective. Um, that is more than the GDP of uh, industrialized nation like Australia. Which is ridiculous. I mean, I, I and probably even going into, you know, student, student debt, it's, it cripples. Absolutely. I, I have multiple friends who, I mean, granted, they're well-respected careers. They make good money. A couple doctors, I believe a pharmacist. Who, uh, but, I mean, they're six figures plus in student loan debt, and their monthly debt payment, just the minimum debt payment, is more than my mortgage. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine, you know, and they're, they've gotten lucky. They found good careers, but I know for a fact there are people out there with this much debt who... I don't want to say went into a less viable major because I'm a firm believer in most of them are what you are what you make of it, but mm -hmm. didn't get out with as promising of careers they did and have that same payment and can't find a job. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. It just it really breaks my heart seeing people come out of college with the really just the crushing amount of debt that they do. Um, you know, I named I named my business No Debt College for a reason. And it's, um, you know, I, I think that one of the best things we can do to set our, our kids up for success is to help them get through college without debt. And I know for most of us, myself included, you know, I, I didn't have the hundred to $200,000 set aside to get him through, through college, um, you know, to pay for it without debt. And so how do you do it? Um, I was very fortunate that I, I kind of fumbled into this world of scholarships and um, I think it's I think it's an avenue that more people really should explore because there is just so much money out there um, so much is being left on the table and um, you know it's not the only way to go to college debt free but it can definitely help anybody oh yeah absolutely and I think you know for a lot of uh, school especially nationwide especially in your higher cost of living areas working to pay for college while in college just isn't realistic as much as it once was. And in my experience, I know somebody's in the comments right now, probably already typing me an angry email, but Hey, that's fine. Let's <laughs> talk. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, I think it's great when students work both in high school and in college, but the numbers just don't, don't add up. I mean, you know, working your way through college used to be possible on the kind of, you know, salary or, or wage that you would get as a college student. But those numbers are just so drastically different now. Um, you know, even if you were working a forty-hour-a-week job, at you know, I'm, I'm going to say what a typical college student job would be, you're not even close to paying for a semester's tuition. I mean, I, to throw numbers at this, my job in college, I made fifteen an hour, and I worked thirty hours a week. That made me gross a little more than twenty-three thousand a year. Yep. Yep. One year's, and I went to, I'm, I'm from the middle of nowhere. I went to a college, a cheap college in state in the middle of nowhere. That, I mean, one year's tuition was about, if I remember correctly, I was paying about 16000 plus books. Plus I lived a little too far away from home to commute. So I, my extra money had to come from somewhere. And I know I'm not alone in this, but I, I guess, you know, going back from straight personal experiences here, I'm, I Googled this while we were over here talking. And so per FAFSA alone, or the National Scholarship Providers Association, in 2022 alone, 
in just the scholarships that they register and they report, more than a hundred million dollars in scholarship money went totally unclaimed. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, like I said, there's just so much money on the table out there, and it's really just a matter of taking the time to find it and then putting in the effort to apply for it. I, I guess you know while, while we're just on the subject here a little bit, um, I know you know you do personalized, not as much business coaching. If we had a business owner here who had a scholarship that maybe went unclaimed, or they're only getting one or two people for it every year. What, how can they best go about advertising it, getting more? Because, I mean, they want to help people. They want to help prospective students. How do they reach those students? Yeah, um, well, I'll, I'll start with a plug for myself. They can email me, and um, I will definitely advertise it for them. I have a, a daily podcast and Substack that features a different scholarship opportunity every day. So I'm happy to get the word out. Um, but aside from that, you know, put it into the databases on some of these big websites like scholarships.com, Scholarship Owl. Um, it'll definitely get found on there. Um, I would also say uh, reach out to um, you know colleges. Perhaps if, if you just want to start small, colleges in your your area or state, um, let the financial aid office know about the scholarship opportunity, and they will definitely you know let their students know about it. Um, yeah, that, that would be very frustrating to be a business owner that um, is providing this kind of opportunity, and you're not seeing people taking advantage of it. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, you know, get the word out about any scholarships if, if you are offering them. I could not agree more. And, uh, you know, m moving on from our section one, uh, the podcast or this interview is what I'm going to call it. And moving into section two, you know, going on just what you do and more so how you're growing this into a brand, because this is an entrepreneurial podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so I, let, let's go ahead and start. So obviously you helped your son find scholarships. At what point did you know that, hey, I can make some money off of this or I can reach other people and I can make a full brand out of doing this? Yeah, so it really was that second phase after my son graduated from high school and I started getting inquiries from friends and family that, you know, they had seen, um, you know, like newspaper clippings or, you know, we, we live in a smallish sized town, so... You know, he, he made the paper with a lot of his scholarship wins and they kept seeing his name over and over. Um, so we had some friends and family contact us and ask for, for my help. And um, it was through that process that I realized that I had developed a methodology. I hadn't really realized it when I was doing it with my son. Um, and I realized it was something that was very repeatable. Um, you know, there's kind of a, an out or a, I'll call a framework of the methodology. And then it's really plugging that student in to the best ways they can fit that methodology to, you know, their profile. Um, and it was working with some of those uh, students, you know, of our, our friends and family that, that asked for help that I, I realized, oh, there's a business opportunity here. There's, you know, there's a lot of people who could use my help. Um, and, you know, I, I at first was, I, I had some concerns of, all right, these people actually are trying to get money and I'm asking them to pay me money. But I, I quickly got over that when I was giving away my services for free um, because I realized a couple things. One, that I am providing a lot of value to these folks. You know, it, my fees are pretty reasonable compared to the types of money that you're gonna bring in if you're doing the work. Um, and the other thing I found was that 
when I was giving services away for free, sometimes the parents didn't have that buy-in that I have noticed once I've started collecting payment from, from people I work with that, okay, they have made a, a actual monetary investment in the scholarship process by working with me. And so now they're more serious as well. You know, it's, it can be hard to motivate the students, but you know, spending a, a few dollars with, with somebody like myself, um, motivates the parent to, you know, put in the effort to maybe remind the student to, to put in the effort on their end. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been good. I've, I've only been doing this, um, on a paid manner for just a little over a year. So it's definitely, you know, it's still a very new business and, um, you know, obviously I'm looking to grow quite a bit, but, um, you know, that's, that was really the impetus was working with, with people other than my son and, and realizing that, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of value to be had by the people that I work with. hundred percent agree with absolutely everything you said there. Um, and I want to hundred percent agree as well. I think you're hundred percent correct that once, once you put some money into it, even just a little bit, that that sunken cost fallacy hits. Yeah. Yep. That, I mean, it, if you're like, Oh, I mean, I paid for this. Therefore I need to do it because the money's already gone. And whether I do it or not, the money's gone. So I might as well do it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And like I said, I, I've tried to price my services, um, you know, in a very fair manner. Um, it would just take one scholarship win to get like a, uh, you know, anywhere from a two to 200, time return on the investment. So, um, you know, it's a very hard, very high ROI proposition, um, when you're working with me, which is a, hey, absolutely what you want to put out there. And you mentioned, you know, your first clients were a lot through word of mouth uh, and around mm -hmm. your town with the newspaper. Is that still true? Or are you leveraging like a social platform? Yeah, I am on social media. Um, I found that my best Avenue has been really doing some guerrilla marketing, um, in, um, Facebook groups for parents of college bound students. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of spend a few hours a day, uh, on those forums. Um, I'll see what questions parents are asking. And most of the time I try to give them a pretty direct and helpful answer. Uh, I try not to, you know, spam the group or, you know, make it too, uh, marketing focused. Um, and usually those answers will give them a, a quick win now not necessarily a direct scholarship win but it'll answer whatever question that they need an answer to and they'll nine times out of ten friend me and then at that point i've got them on my list that i can send direct messages to um, i'll say hey i have this free scholarship 101 course it takes you 30 minutes to go through you can learn about the process for winning scholarships and from there i've got their email address and they you know they get my regular marketing messages so um, you know, it's, it's a very, it's a, it's a time intensive, time intensive process for me to, to do that. Um, but I haven't wanted to, um, do a lot of, uh, mass advertising at this point, although I'm just starting to ramp that up and probably will will do a little bit more of that, um, in the coming months. Yeah. I, I think, you know, you're describing extremely well, that literally the, the blueprint to grow any online business. I mean, you're you're hitting, I mean, I'm sure a lot of these Facebook groups have thousands upon thousands of people. I know I'm in like a SpongeBob mean group and there's like 18,000 <laughs> of us on there. Um, but you're coming out with marketing, you're coming out with a, a legitimate value proposition that hits them immediately. You're offering free value in a course 
in exchange for you get their email address and then they're on your list they you're going to see your name it's you, you are following the blueprint step by step by step and it's i mean it's working it's phenomenal it's and anyone i feel like could do this you know whether it's scholarship coaching or i do financial coaching or uh i've got a good friend who does fitness coaching exact same thing he gets in the workout groups and he's like well i've got these free workout plans and they've got his name and it it works and here we are talking i mean it talking to somebody it obviously works yeah yep absolutely and it's it's really just a, a matter of getting your name and your brand out there um providing as much value as you can um you know on an upfront basis and you know getting a quick win and a quick win can be something very minor it could be hey i just need i need information about um you know a specific college even or you know something that's that they could have just googled themselves but they didn't either take the time or know how to do it and if you have that answer you can make a friend that way and a friend can turn into a business relationship pretty quickly absolutely so you know thinking of course this may be not even near on your horizon yet but i i am curious your thoughts on it it sounds to me like you're building up a framework a, a very plug and play kind of model i, I know it's more personalized than that but i, I guess i'm kind of that's where i'm going with this do you see this as scalable outside yourself? I mean, I'm sure Dave does a great job. Dave can get a lot of people, but Dave can't talk to everybody. Yeah, I've, I've actually thought a lot about the scalability side of the business over the past couple months. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm thinking about tackling that in two different ways. Uh, the first is to build more of a course-based model where I can provide, it won't be coaching, it will be more teaching, of how to find scholarships, the methodology to successfully apply for them. And then um, once you've won them, how to use those funds wisely. Um, I think that can be pretty effectively taught through through courses. Um, I do a little bit, of, little bit of that already through the Scholarships 101 course, um, but I, I'm thinking of taking that more in depth, which will be more scalable. You know, I can, I can have a lower entry point for, for working with people um, and they can they can gain a lot of valuable information pretty quickly. Um, the second piece of that though is the coaching, and that's the personalized nature. And yes, I am I am not at my saturation point yet where I don't have the time for the students that I have, but that that day will come. And I've started to identify um, some people who work in similar spaces. Um, you know, one person is a, she was a home well she, she I guess technically still is a homeschool mom. Um, who had a lot of success sending some of her kids uh, to college through scholarships as well. And bringing on people like that to do the one-on-one -on -one coaching with students um, is another way that I, I plan to, you know, make this a little more scalable. Yeah, no, I mean, 100%, everything you're saying sounds, and I, I know I'm quite far from full-time online entrepreneur here, but I mean, everything I've heard, everything I've talked to, you got it pinned down. And this is all phenomenal advice for anyone out. I mean, even even like a drop shipping store or something, you know, that is quite far from the courses and coaching world could follow a very similar business model. And again, this is probably the fiftieth person I've talked to on the show that it works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, really just the more content that you put out there, um, it's gonna drive your business and it's one of those things that I don't think people appreciated maybe before the internet that, you know, by giving away value, you, you're going to actually 
probably get more business in return. Um, now, obviously, there's there's going to be limits to that. I mean, I can't I can't for free coach a kid through a year's worth of scholarships, but <laughs> um, you know, I can put I can put a, a different scholarship out into the internet every day and give maybe just a little a little tip and trick on how to win it and kind of whet the appetite. And that's really been my strategy is, um, you know, providing, providing providing some value and a little bit of a hook of, hey, I can provide even more value, more personalized value um, if you want to take that next step. And I, I'm even thinking about what you said about the course model as well. And I think phenomenal because a lot of people, they don't want the one-on-one coaching. And that's fine. It, it's not mm-hmm. for everybody, but I mean... I think, and correct me if you think I'm wrong on this. I mean, it's, but you know, talking the personal finance world, of course, it can tell you to get on a budget, buy index funds. That advice is going to work for 80, 90% of people, and they don't really need as much one on one coaching. And I, I, again, please, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I feel like a lot of that same mentality can be applied to the scholarships, you know, that this is what you need to do to find them. This is how you make yourself look more appealing or uh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Almost an appetizing. That's definitely not it. Um, (laughs) To these committees. So get out there and get started. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, it is, um, it's a very repeatable process, which to me says teaching it in a course is, is the right way to go. Um, And I, I would say, I'm going to say this. I don't know that I'm 100% right about this, but I, I believe I am just based on my experience. I think the closer a student is to like that, you know, 4.0, 1600 um, SAT score student, probably the less coaching benefits them, but they can still benefit from that that basic information that I would present in a course where it's, all right, you're you're a great student. You're going to get some scholarship opportunities, probably without doing too much. But there's still going to be a gap, and here's how you fill that gap. And it's you know building a personal narrative based on something that I call the five pillars of winning scholarship application. And a student like that, once they they learn it, they'll that light bulb light bulb will turn on, and they'll say, oh, okay, I get it. And they'll just go out and and repeat that process over and over and bring in tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in scholarships. As you move away from that, I'll show my age here. I'll call him the Doogie Hauser student. Uh, people of my age and older will, will understand who, what that means. But um, you know, as you start to move away closer to maybe like that 3.0 student, um, they probably need a little bit more handholding. They're still a, a very good student. They're probably very um, not only academically accomplished, but you know, have extracurriculars on their resume. Um, but a student like that who's still go- willing to put in the work, but might need you know, just that little bit more coaching. And I think that's, um, you know, those are kind of the more of the students that I'm working with um, more directly on the one-on-one coaching as opposed to, I do find some of the, the you know, the higher level students, um, they go through the, the one-on-one course and they, they're, you know, they're kind of off and running. So, you know, um, you know, I work with students of, of all achievement levels. Um, and I, I think that anybody can go to college debt-free, even if you don't have a great academic record, um, that path is going to be different for everybody. And scholarships are only going to be a piece of that, uh, depending on, you know, some different factors. But um, yeah, it's, um, you know, it, I, I think I'm right in that probably the, the higher achievement level, probably the less coaching they're going to need. 
Absolutely, and uh, you already answered my next question. I was going to hit you with that. Can anyone go to college debt-free? But you beat me to it. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I don't plug my book very often, and I'm probably going to be coming out with a, a second edition sooner than later. Um, but I will say I do mention quite a few other ways to pay for college aside from just scholarships in the book. Um, you know, it's everything from, you know, 529 savings plans to going to community college for a couple of years, uh, which is a much cheaper option and is still going to get you on a path to that four-year degree. Um, but, you know, there, there's lots of different ways you can get through college debt-free. And, um, you know, like I said, scholarships are, are one piece of that. I think it's an important and underutilized piece for many people, um, but it won't, you know, there there's there's many many roads to get to the to the goal line absolutely yep and i start here with uh i guess you know my, my usual closing questions dave phenomenal guest great talk if one of our listeners wants some help finding their own scholarships as a student or a parent where where can they find you i would say the best way is go to nodebtcollege.com and schedule a free 30-minute scholarship consultation with me um, you just drop in your email address and we'll, we'll schedule a time to talk. Um, that will, you know, let me know how I can help you and it'll let you know if I can be of help to you. And whether we work together or not, I always provide a few uh, scholarships that match well to that student. Right there, free value. And again, we've touched on this a little bit too, but hey, it's the closing question I do for every single interview. What's next for Dave, the scholarship coach? Yeah, so um, I've talked a little bit about moving a little bit more towards a course model, and um, that is something I'm working on. I actually, um, on March 1st, will be launching, it's not really a course so much as it is, um, it's a scholarship coaching blitz for current high school seniors, especially seniors that maybe have not applied for many scholarships or maybe haven't applied for any and they have a financial gap between what their college is offering and what they need to come up with between now and say August of this year. Um, and it's gonna be, um, like I said, it's I call it the scholarship blitz. Um, it's gonna help them very quickly get ramped up on finding the right scholarships um, and then how to successfully apply for them. So that's, that's the newest thing I'm launching. Um, I, just recently also launched a program for current high school juniors where they will get coaching from the minute they sign up all the way through their senior year. So it's, um, you know, I'm not sure when this podcast will come out, but, um, you know, there'll still be a few months left of their junior year. And there's actually a lot of opportunity for high school juniors to win scholarships immediately. And even more importantly, that first half of their senior year, far too many students wait to get through the college application process before they think about scholarships. And that's a huge financial mistake. And it's also a mistake from the college application process because those applications are so similar that the more scholarships you've applied for, you are going to be a better applicant on, uh, for colleges as well. You'll understand the process. You're gonna have the tools and um, you know the essays, the, the resume built out ready to plug in to both the scholarship and the college applications. So um, that class of 2024 program is something I launched about a month ago, and it is priced in a way that um, you get the rest of your junior year completely free. 
So it's, I think, a pretty good value as well. Definitely agree with you. And I guess, you know, congratulations. As we both know, today is Monday, March 6th. So that first program's already been live for about a week. Go check it out. Yeah. God, I hope I get this edited out on March 6th after saying that. By the way, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on the show, Dave. Really appreciate you. Love the talk Thanks we for had. having me. This was fun. I uh, appreciate the opportunity and uh, look forward to hearing from some of your listeners. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I will, everything Dave mentioned, his website, everything else, I will link down in the podcast description if you're on Spotify or it's in uh, the video description if you're down on YouTube. And thank you again to Dave, the scholarship coach, and we will talk to you all again next week.